Joining me in the studio this morning is Superintendent of United School District, Jeff Whitsitt. Good morning, Mr. Whitsitt. Good morning, Vanessa. How are you, sir? I'm I'm good. Good. A little, little wet, but I'm, I'm good overall. Was there a lot of water on the roads this morning? There was. Uh, 67 had a lot, quite a bit of water standing on it, especially the southbound lane, it seemed like. Um, but uh, yeah, a little more rain overnight than I than I thought. But. Yes, and it's going to extend into uh, tomorrow, and uh, it's too bad. Be careful on the roads, for sure. Yep, absolutely. Last night's school board meeting, obviously, you had a lot to talk about, including the new guidance from the IDPH, CDC, as well as the ISBE. Where do you guys stand? How did the meeting go? Um, man, I need some initials to spout out now, don't I? So, <laughs> yeah, we talked about, uh, as of last Friday, we, we've been working on some things obviously for a while and then as of last friday the cdc came out with uh recommended guidelines for schools and um, the illinois department of public health adopted them almost immediately it was within hours idph had had adopted the same language cdc had and the language for the most part uh basically was true recommendations we recommend you do this you should should do this um you know, it basically said all all students from the age of two up should wear masks, um, but it but it left that little bit of um, vagueness to it by using the word should. IDPH adopted it immediately. ISB, there was a little bit of a song and dance with how ISB was interpreting everything, but basically what it has boiled down to is there is no mandate of mask as it stands right now. Um, we are, we're not sure that will stay that way. Um, the governor's executive order, um, is, is up on July 25th. So I, I would expect, and I think we all expect there to be some changes to how Illinois is approaching things on that day. And, and of course, as we've seen in the past, that, that could supersede everything that, that comes across. So uh, we had a lot, a lot of great discussion last night in our board meeting about it. However, we did not uh, make a call uh, to to determine what our what our opening uh, of school is going to look like. The one thing we did um, did discuss was the the one thing that is pretty cut and dry and clear in the CDC guidelines is that masks are still mandated on school buses um so as it stands right now that would be something we would factor in and, and consider so uh i'll be honest we're, we're probably leaning um with the numbers um the health department numbers what they are right now we're probably leaning towards a mask optional start um, but we'll continue to monitor those numbers and uh, we'll, we'll continue to follow the metrics just like we did last all of last year and uh you know we'll, we've got some we're working on I, I feel like we've kind of settled on some guidelines but we're, we'll continue to tweak in them to some guidelines as to what might constitute us going back to full masking or um, other mitigation efforts prior to uh, a change in schedule or anything like that well in each school district is different uh, some schools have a higher percentage <clears throat> of people who are vaccinated and and others uh, depending on where you're located geographically uh, may not so you have to wonder if this recommendation is somewhat based upon school districts being able to have local control uh, because they may may have 80 percent vaccinated. Absolutely. And I think that was the ultimate, you know, that was the push going into last week um, was let's not have a one size fits all for the state of Illinois. Let's let 
regions and and school boards and and local communities determine what's best for them given their numbers um obviously the idea would not be for everybody to just ignore what's going on around us and and do what they want but uh there there is logic to the fact that some regions are um, more vaccinated than others and the numbers are not what they are in other places and they they should be provided the opportunity to do some things differently mm-hmm. if that's the case. So uh, that w- that was the positive I think that came out of the CDC um, language. Uh, it's, it it did offer some flexibility. Uh, the reality is, though, that doesn't necessarily take the district off the hook from a liability standpoint. Just because CDC says you sh- yeah it's recommended that and it isn't a have to doesn't mean we we couldn't be uh, held to the gun if something uh, something did come down to that so uh, a lot of a lot of things to factor in a lot of legal opinions floating around out there um, it's, it's hard to hard to muddle through them all but uh, in when the day's over I think we had a good discussion last night about uh, what we think we can do safely what we think we can do for our kids and uh, you know as long as the numbers continue the, the, the pace they're on here in Warren County, I think we, we've got a good shot. And you talk about the metrics, and you, you guys, you know, last year, um, all the school districts did a great job, uh, you know, keeping the, the data updated daily. So what does that look like for the fall? How will you know who to quarantine, who's vaccinated? Uh, how, will, how will that work for the upcoming school year? As of right now, we're looking at it being similar. It won't be exactly the same. Um, you know, the the three foot, six foot uh, guidance is there, there's still language should do three feet. You know, again, it's not a mandate. Um, so how we approach that, it's just hard. Uh, we, we said this all last year. It is six foot was next to impossible as far as the social distancing goes. Three feet's hard enough. Um, so when, when and if we would get that, that uh, student or staff member that does test positive, um, we would go back into our protocols, much like what we did. The difference now is that we've had people that have had a chance, at least 12 and ups, have had a chance to vaccinate, and, and we would we'll, we'll factor that in. Um, if, if someone's been vaccinated, they won't have to quarantine the same way they would have last year um, during, during our process. So we will... It won't be a mass quarantine like it was in the past. We'll have to do a little bit more homework and and factor that in. We will probably still uh, make entire classrooms aware of what's going on, and and obviously we'll work with parents if they if they feel the need to quarantine their student in that situation. But uh, um, overall, uh, similar protocols, maybe not the same results. Sure, um, but. Uh, you know, the other big thing I think we've settled on is we're, we're not going to offer just a uh, crazy robust um, from the get go remote option. Um, we we do expect if we're going to be in person, we expect our kids to be there. Obviously, um, uh, the medical profession knows more than I do. And if there are kids or or household members that are subject to certain things and that's just not in their best interest we would work with those folks but for the most part um, we're, we're expecting our kids to be in the buildings okay also how about uh, your tentative budget you guys reviewed that last night as well yeah it's july um and it's it's hard to really 
zero in and tell you what the budget's going to look like. We have to approve a budget in September. Um, usually every year in July, I kind of whine about the process is kind of backwards. We, we pass a budget afterward 25% through our year anyway. But um, I, I've gotten in the, the uh, process. We usually present a tentative budget in July simply so we can meet all the date guidelines without rescheduling a bunch of meetings to meet our 30-day sitting periods and things like that. So uh, I I presented one. Uh, It's deficit only in the fact that we have, you know, about $2 million worth of life safety work still going on and no no revenue to offset that. That that revenue came in two years ago, uh, and we're just now getting it spent out this year. So um, that's really the only reason we're showing a deficit. We're still in the process of... uh, staffing our buildings completely we're, we're not fully staffed yet so salary and benefit figures are still kind of up in the air so that'll be a standing um, agenda item in August we'll we'll zero in a little bit closer and it'll be a little bit more accurate and then in September hopefully we've got exactly what what our spending plan will be for the year what is the budget for United School District Mr. Whitson well it, a typical budget for us is going to be around twelve, twelve and a half million. Um, last night's budget, like I said, was about fifteen because of the life safety and site and construction spending. We, you know, we HVAC'd our high school building this year. We're doing a lot of tuck pointing. We had to redo some playground um, stuff, uh, and then on the site and construction side, we're putting in our track. Um, we're we're getting really close. Our base is done. We're waiting on the track surfacing people to come out and complete their their part of the project. And then over the course of the fall and spring, we'll have some seeding and some fencing and things to get done uh, in conjunction with that too. So all that factors into to that deficit a little bit. But uh, overall, um, not, not a terrible budget by any means. Have you got your uh, solar panels up yet? We have not. Um, we're we're still waiting on some things with uh, with it's that's a very complicated thing because we're working with a one group, but then they're working with two other groups as far as a financer and then a, and an electric or power company supplier. So okay, um, just coordinating all that has proven to be what you would expect if you tried to get four people on the same page. So uh, we're slowly making progress there i think but honestly no ground broker or anything like that yet okay so we can't measure what that could bring to the school no and that's another factor you know i haven't figured that into our uh, total budget yet because i don't know when that kicks off the number will be easy once once i know when it starts but until i know that uh, kind of hard to hard to gauge and hiring um process boy it's been a challenge for all of our school districts in the regional uh, office of education number thirty three, all four counties. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's just ROE thirty three either. I think that's just a statewide, uh, uh, basically, career education problem right now. Is finding quality candidates. Um, it just I've never seen. The last couple of years, we've seen signs that we were heading this direction, but it uh, I think this is by far the toughest year we've had as far as just just procuring applicants. Um, we, we just have not had applicant pools, which in the past has really been granted in, in years past. We might have applicants, but you've got four districts 
vying for them and fighting for them, and then it becomes competition that way. Right now, it's just competition to get people to apply, and that's that's a that's a big picture problem. You know, we I think we all I keep list of short term problems to solve and big picture problems to solve, and I think that's a that's a definitely a big picture problem we've got to look at as far as getting quality people into the profession um, that they want to do it for all the right reasons and and just get people to to realize what it's a great life um, you know I'm 30 years into it now it's it's flown by it's hard to believe it's that that many years has gone by but uh, we I, I can't imagine doing anything else and uh, I, I really think if we we got to get to kids and uh, people earlier in in life and explain that to them and and start growing our own I think is really kind of the the direction I think we need to go okay anything else you want folks to know about United School District um, our online registration should open up on Monday um, I'll start advertising that here over the next over the weekend um, looks like I, I did a final test run of it yesterday and I think we're in position to open it up on Monday so all of our uh, community folks should be able to start registering their kids on Monday and they'll have all the way through um, August 6th to get that done we will have on-site registration on August 5th uh, that's a Thursday and that uh, will be at your attendance center we're, we're going away from the mass um, registration site we're going back to the individual buildings okay. so if you got a student at united west you need to go to united west if you prefer to register in person so uh that's that's the process we're in right now um I'll, like i said i'll start advertising and, and push notifying folks the, of those dates but that's it's coming up fast it's it's hard to believe how close we really are we are very close well, have a good rest of the week and uh, enjoy the rest of your summer. Yeah, looking forward to it. Um, we're, it is winding down. We, we've gotten some major projects done. Our, all of our construction's on pace to be done here July 30th for the most part. We'll have a few hangers, but uh, other than that, uh, it'll be nice to get the buildings back and, and get a good two-week shot at and sprucing them up and shining them up. And then uh, before you know it, teachers are back on the 16th and the kids are back on August 18th. So. Here we go. Yep. Do it again. Yep. All right. Superintendent Jeff Witsett with us from the United School District on 1330 WRAM and FM 94.1.